This is Channel Attitude. Your voice, your right, your freedom. Oh shit! It's Vince Russo! Vince McMahon's best kept secret. I am the anti-Christ of professional wrestling. David Arquette won the world title. I've got a wife, three kids at home, and I really don't need this shit. How can this show be so awful, Mr. McMahon? I didn't think it was. My anger on a pole match. And Hogan, you big bald son of a bitch, kiss my ass. Judy Bagwell on a forklift match. Now you're the editor, right? Yes, I am. Mankind did it! Chappy Chappy! Beep beep! Goldberg steered Russo out of the cage! I'm from New York. I'll get down right nasty. This is Vince Russo's The Brand. So many videos. I just said, here we go, Al. And he said, I just sent you so many videos. After I said, here we go, Al. Well, that's because I was already saying that before. Right, here we go, Al. I'm, I'm killing the music. He already killed it. Like, it, you know, he did. Bro. What? There's some kind of blockage in his brain. What do you mean? When I say, here we go, Al, he can't lay out. There, there's something in here. Literally, there's something in here, bro. What are you talking about? We were having a conversation. And then in the middle of the conversation, yeah. you go, here we go. Like we're going to have a real conversation. Because I listen, I'm going to be honest here, man. I, I don't enjoy, care. You, you, know what I, you know what I enjoy, Jeff? You know I enjoy when people <laughs> and then they 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 rush in, you know, with their tattoos all showing. And yeah, you know, listen, he's all put I, together today, so now he thinks he can just take me to task. Listen, I don't care if people say Vince, you're kissing Al's ass, you're up Al's ass. I could no, no, give no, a no, shit. No. Like I, I love this man. He knows I love this man. But with that being said, yeah, this is guys. I consider Al Snow an icon, not not just because of his what what he did in the ring. I mean, give me a break, bro. He's he's still freaking doing it. His contributions uh, to the uh, wrestling business. I mean, come on, bro. Stop. I'm not I'm not even gonna have that argument with you. However, you know, bro, there are some blemishes. Al, let, okay. let's face it, there are some blemishes, and there are some things. You got to be called out on. Okay. Now, I question uh, some of the people you work with. I question that. Okay. Well, Pat Kenny, you know, aside. Not Pat Kenny. You know, I'm not talking about Pat Kenny. Matt Yaden aside. Matt Yaden aside. (laughs) I put you on a very, very high pedestal. Very high pedestal. Okay. And then the listeners, like, send this stuff in, and I'm like, Jeff, do the research. That's got to be doctored. There is no way the great Al Snow associated himself with this person. Well, there's you always doctored the tapes. I mean, yeah. <laughs> All right, Jeff, play the clip, please. So Al could see I'm not making shit up because because do you do know I am a pathological liar according to uh, Eric Bischoff you do know that so I did not know that yes so Jeff so was that a lie then yeah yeah Jeff <laughs> Jeff <laughs> pathologically you wouldn't be able to tell the difference Jeff you you checked the authenticity of this correct. I ran it through my government sources. They you ran it through the, 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 the back computer. You ran it through everything. This is totally legit. 100%. Play right. the clip. All right, Play you got to add it. You got to add it to the screen. 
I, I, I even hate to add. I'm, I'm, I'm hitting the add, and I, and I hate to add. Jeff, it says remove when I go over it. It says no, remove. no. Hit the hit the box with the big square of the video. I hate doing your, this. Even your computer. Not that one. That's that's frightening. That's frightening. Go I, back which to one, the, Jeff? Which one? The, the three little boxes on the side, or the the little boxes on the left, and the big box. I'm leaving this in because this is hilarious. I got dots. I got a big box and a dot, Jeff. Oh, you want me to hit this one? No. The dots, the small ones should be on the left and the big box on the right. <laughs> You're getting closer. <laughs> this is great. There you go. All right. All right. Please. Quiet. All right. Please. There's a little show called Ring Wars. And uh, Ring Wars, the elite have been challenged to a match by Al Snow's fat buddy, Rikishi. What they want to do is they want to do a little three-on-three yeah, elimination. Just play that back one more time. I, I want to make sure he said Al Snow. So play that back one more time, please. Ring Wars, the elite have been challenged to a match by Al Snow's okay, fat confirm. buddy Rikishi. Right. What they want to do is they want to do a little three-on-three elimination match. Our team versus theirs. And you know what? We couldn't be any more excited about it. The elite, we are stoked. To kick your fat ass straight into the ground, Rikishi. And you know what? Our captain, our team captain, the pro wrestling blitz champion, Ryan Slade, he found out that if we for some reason lose this match, well, Al Snow's going to get a shot at him in December. And that's just not going to happen. So I'll throw out a little stip of my own, Al. I'll throw out this stip. I'll say that if Play my that back team- again. Play that. I want to make sure he said Al, not Sal, not pal. I want to make sure he said Al. Go ahead, Jeff gonna get a shot at him in december and that's just not gonna happen so i'll throw out a little stip of my own al al i'll throw out this stip i'll say that if my team the elite beat rikishi and his band of fat little losers then you al you never get a shot at the blitz world title again ever not as no. long as we hold it the not red rope is closed okay the party's over for you it's one last call for alcohol so finish your whiskey and beer out because you're done go back to making b movies go back to being the smartest man in the business who's not on television because that's all you're gonna be al because come ring wars when rikishi puts together his team of three and slade has his team of the elite you guys don't stand a chance al you don't stand a chance in the world and that's I, I, I don't, you know, bro, seeing that again, I don't even know if I could work with you today. What? Who, wait, first off, who is that guy? Okay, that is Ronaldo Piven, also known as. Set up by the graphic. Also known as Nick Houseman, the markiest mark of dirt sheet writers. Okay, bro, you come on here every week and you bury Meltzer. This is Meltzer's illegitimate son, bro, that you're in bed with, uncovered, bro, by the people who listen to this show. Now, what am I? What, what kind of an excuse sounds am I going to give out? It sounds like Rikishi's a little deeper involved in this <laughs> conspiracy, I'm telling you. It, 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 it. Uh, no blitz title for you from the, from the dirt sheet writer. Blitz world title. <laughs> Covered all, all of Illinois. Al, so. you got to understand with our audience, you don't get away with nothing. I'll find these things out, Al. Clearly, clearly. I mean, that that's that's that was like that time I got profiled on America's Most Wanted. It was quite shocking. So <laughs> they Al. took up a lot of stuff on me. 
I mean, that, that they didn't drag up uh, Ronaldo Piven, though. Uh, or this Nick Houseman, bro, the the biggest internet wrestling dirt sheet mark next to Melton. You're, you're you're having a match with him, bro. I'm not having a match with him. Rikishi was having a match with him. Apparently, though, if Rikishi won, I got a shot at the Blitz World Title. <laughs> so I, I would reign supreme all of all over all of Southern Illinois. <laughs> So, what are you getting involved with? Do I need to manage your career, bro, so I could turn down what you shouldn't be doing, bro? Clearly, I need to turn down a lot of things. I just oh need my to God. All right. All right. We're going we're gonna to forgive out only because I know he's brought some good clips with him, uh, Jeff. Go ahead. Bro, I, I found a ple- – I literally found a treasure trove of endless. <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> all right. What do we I got? I one, and I'm not sure if I, we had watched it once before. But let me tell you that that like I don't know where this shit's going to end. I really have no idea. <laughs> did, did, and I don't know, Jeff, if you're going to play this one first. But well, it, which one is it? I can I can play whichever one you want. Nail gun. I didn't get a nail gun one. Oh, you didn't? Uh-uh. I, I must have missed it. Okay, send it to me again, and we'll have it next week. Well, let me describe it real quick. <laughs> Okay, the guy is on the floor. Another guy's in the ring. He leans over the top rope with a nail a gun. gun. Please understand what I'm just saying. A nail gun. It's a gun, you know, that explosively shoots a nail into a board and shoots it in the top of the guy's head on the floor, standing there outside the ring. Where does it end? I swear to God, Al, when you were saying where does it end, I started thinking about that for a second before you started talking about the nail gun. And the thought that came to my mind was a drill to the head, right? A drill. Take a drill to somebody's head. I watched one last night. Guy took a machete and was just sawing this guy's forehead back and forth with it to cut him open. You know. So he he used the nail gun and shot a nail gun. And it went right in the guy's head, and he went, ah! I'm oh, my God, bro. Are you serious? I could not. I couldn't be more serious than a heart attack. I mean, I, I just walked. I was like, what the? Oh, All, this- right. All right, hold on. Okay, so, Jeff, this is the first clip? Yeah, this was sent in by Al, and I guess that's the firecrackers. It's, 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 oh, it's, yeah, yes, yes. Watch, watch. The guy's got like Somebody finally go, hey guys, I, I think we went a little too far tonight. <laughs> when do we finally go, okay, there's the line in the sand. We can't go any further. Well, the, the, the line here is now, <laughs> seriously, the line here is we know that this is going to, uh, you know, escalate to literally somebody's going to put a firecracker in somebody's butt crack. You well, know we that's where that. it's going. We saw that. We saw that, so. we, saw yeah, that we, we had that before, yeah. We, we, we already saw firecracks in the ass? Yep. Yeah, we saw that. Oh, when my, the okay. prostate, wow. And Jimmy Omega with the prostate exam. <laughs> 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 yeah, it was, oh, remember God. it was the anus, the anus exploding <laughs> match or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, now one would think, watching that video, one, one would logically <laughs> think, okay, bro, the guy was wearing a, a, a hood. So he had something underneath to protect him. But, Al, you know he didn't. You know he didn't, bro. They stuffed the firecrackers in it and then down, down his shirt. And 
<laughs> now, is that going to be added to the um, curriculum? Well, you know it is. I mean, I'm, I'm literally every week that we watch all of this, I just keep adding to the syllabus going, oh, then we need this kind of work rate, you know. All right. So, Jeff, now I need to do this again like this, right? Hold on. You yeah, told you, me that- you you removed it, so you need to re-add it. All right. All so, right go ahead, Jeff. What's, yeah. Hold on. Let me blow this up. Everybody's got to get all this in. Go ahead. Yeah. So, speaking of butts, this one was also sent in by Al. Come on, bro. Come on, man. I I thought it was a language barrier. (laughs) Come come on, bro. Like, seriously, man. Come on. Doing calisthenics and dropping his bare ass on the face of another man who is being suspended by another man, which really actually sounds like a completely different kind of video. (laughs) (laughs) Now, Al, how are you finding these clips? I just, I, I, last night, you know, I went and, did this amazing indie show in, in Gaston, Indiana, and it was uh, riding back, uh, traveling with the guy I was driving, and I was just on uh, Twitter of all places, or no, it was Instagram, and then I just started scrolling down the rabbit hole, and then all of these started popping up, these gems, and I went, oh my God, here's another one. Oh my God, here's another one. I just started sending them. Oh my God. <laughs> all right, Jeff, we have another one? Yes, also sent in by L. Yeah. Oh man! Uh, okay. See that—that's not funny, bro. See that—that oh, that shit's wait. not funny, man. Hold on, it's okay. She broke her fall with her neck, with the back of her head. Okay. <laughs> see that 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 shit's not funny. Play that back, Jeff. Is there any <laughs> way you could slow it down when you play it, Jeff? No. Um, Why she broke her fall with the back Al, of her head? It's hard to tell on, because it's so small. But is that Joey Janela? <laughs> Hey, hold on, Jeff. Hold on, hold on. Al, let me ask you a question before we even see this. Yeah. Because I know the answer to it, and I'm not a wrestler. With what they're about to do. Is incredibly dangerous. Well, I was going to ask you this, Al. Is there any safe way to do this? Is there a safe way to do this? The only way is if the chairs, they're positioned forward. The seats are positioned forward towards them. The only way that really safely they could have done it is if the chairs and the seats had been positioned towards each other, and then they would have, and then the guy would have thrown the girl. Yes, yes. Uh, for those of you that can't see this, it's a girl. Uh, thrown the girl further out so that the majority of her, the thick part of her back, her upper back, would have struck the two seats, and then the seats would have bent. She would have been. She'd have been fine, but. With the seats facing towards him, but there's only I'm only seeing one seat. Al. <laughs> I can't I can't really tell. Yeah, well, I think what are you talking about? Because I've seen this a lot on TV where they'll put two chairs yes. together, but the backs are facing left and right, so they're yeah they're not being yeah. thrown towards. That's what he's talking about. Yeah. But Al, there's only one chair here. There's yeah, one chair. He 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 throws her or power bombs her, and literally just the back of her head hits the chair. And it's, I mean, thank God, you know, who knows what happened, but I, I, I would assume she didn't, 
get severely injured, but boy, the chances, the risk again is ridiculous, you know? And again, I don't understand this, this appeal, this, that's going on in the independent world of wrestling, where it's, these guys are, you know, thinking up new ways to, you know, throw these women. I, now, I just, can I ask you a question? Um, because now you know, listen, as we saw earlier in the show, you you work for independent companies, Blitz. You work for Blitz. Uh, I got to ask you a question. This is a serious well, question. I, I was going for this. <laughs> I want to well, ask you a serious question. Serious question. Now, this is an independent promotion, obviously, right, Jeff? Yeah. In the Indy. Okay, Al. This girl, God yeah. forbid, yeah. breaks her neck. Yeah. Can she sue the promoter, and does she have a case? These days, yes. Explain, explain that to me. Because of the fact that there is a certain inherent risk in professional wrestling within its normal parameters. But this, what's happening, is well outside the normal parameters of what would take place. And, yeah, I mean, you know, you could argue, because that's all law really is. It's just an argument and then whoever can argue the best wins the case. You could argue that she agreed to take it. Otherwise, it never would have occurred. But then she could easily have state that she had no idea. She was that it was planned a certain way. And then it was performed a certain way that then led to the injury. And like I tell a lot of these could guys. She also used the case, though. Well, I don't, I don't mean <laughs> to interrupt you, but could she also used the case that she was pressured into it. Possibly, potentially, but that, that you know, and, and that might require witnesses and things. Okay, like that. okay. I right, go ahead, go on. What you're going to say? Go ahead. The uh, it's the uh, food court uh, situation. Like there was a young guy uh, a couple several months ago uh, went to an independent show. And the guy comes out and he's got a logging chain. I mean, it's a very heavy logging chain around his neck, and he just starts whipping it around. And almost connects with the audience as he's coming down the uh, entryway. He whips the chain into the ring, and it's a good, you know, eight, ten feet of, of, of chain, and it's heavy. And it skips across the ring, and it goes sailing out the other side, and it just hits the barrier and prevents it from going into the audience. And then later in the match, he goes and does, he throws it at his opponent and it goes skidding across the ring and almost goes out in the audience again. Then they do a dive and I'm literally watching, you know, cause I'm, I'm over at the merchandise table and I'm watching. And as he goes to do the dive, uh, you know, they hits his opponent and the rail goes skidding back and they, the parent just pulls a kid away at the last second. God, bro. And, you know, I go to the back and, you know, they, he comes up and he asks me, what did I think of his match? And I'm like, oh, like, please don't ask. You know, I'm not going to tell you what you want to hear. And uh, he goes, what do you think? And I go, well, let me explain something to you. And I said, not once, but several times did you jeopardize everyone's financial livelihood here? And he goes, how did I do that? And I told him and I said, here's the thing none of you get. Like with that situation where the girl got powerbomb through the chair. I said, you know, uh, you go to the mall and you slip in the food court in front of uh, the one of the Chinese restaurants or whatever. 
This is you slip there. It's got to be a Chinese restaurant. It's an Italian restaurant. Okay. It's uh, it's Sabaro. Okay. 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 Slip in front of Sabaro. Your attorney, if he's a good attorney, is going to sue every restaurant in that food court. He's going to sue the mall. He's yeah. potentially going to sue the maintenance staff, etc. He's going to sue anybody he can because he's going to try and get a payout for you from every single one of those people. And a right. lot of corporations will just, you know, pay to go away. Yeah. I said, and, and, and you, when you threw that chain, I said, you risked su- that, that, that somebody in the audience suing you, suing your opponent, suing the referee, suing the building, suing the person who rented the ring, suing the promoter. I said, and, and all because you wanted to look cool and get your character over by, you know, you're a lunatic and you throw this chain. I said, listen, you can do whatever you want. But I said, I would advise you to just risk your financial well-being and not everybody else's. And, you know, in that situation, like with that we watched in that video. Wait, well, I, I'd love to hear this before you move on. What was his response? He just went, oh, uh, well, thank you. And then just he had the look of, well, you didn't tell me I was great. <laughs> exactly. Okay, go ahead. Now what are we going to say? Uh, and, you know. And I tell the guys in OBW, I, you know, remember there were a couple of times in Impact where we, because I won't let them, you know, I tell them, do not hit the rails. Do not go running into the rails because there's, you know, if there's kids or there's somebody sitting there, an old lady and her knees right against that rail and you slam into it, you bang into them. Now they've got a lawsuit. They can sue you. And, you know, uh, in such a, we live in such a litigious society here in the United States and, Granted, I know they see those videos of them doing that kind of... That started in Japan. And the reason it started in Japan is because it's a completely different culture. It's a completely different society. And they don't have as many lawyers in that society. And it's not as litigious as it is here in the United States. And, you know, you know, we remember the couple times guys hit the rails at Impact. And, and down there at Universal Studios. And one or two times they collided into a kid who was standing right beside it. And... We went into full panic mode and we had to do everything we could to, you know. Jeff, let me tell let me tell you what full panic mode is because th- <laughs> this is the wrestling business in a nutshell. Right? And I saw this so many times, Jeff, right? So yeah, Al's right. They, here comes the the guardrail into the old lady or into the yeah. kid. The old lady's knocked out, whatever. Jeff, here's what we do. We bring them in the back. Uh, we bring the merch. Who's your favorite wrestler? You get to be your favorite wrestler. Who's your Bro, if that were me, I'd be like, get the F out of here with meet my favorite wrestler. But, Jeff, that's what they do. And, Al, am I right? 99% they just did that with time. Tony Khan and that kid that got the alcohol thrown on him. Remember? Yeah, 99% of the time, though, Al, that works, luckily, yeah. right? Yeah, it does. <laughs> hey, one time at ECW, Terry Funk comes out brandishing, you know, a burning branding iron and whips the T-shirt that was whipped around, was on the branding iron into the crowd and, like, sets a fan on fire. And, <laughs> 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 and they just give him merch. And, you know, <laughs> give him merch. There's a fan on fire. Give him merch. All right, he, here's the thing with this spot, though, and we're going to watch it again. But, I mean, Al, anybody, anybody, you don't have to know anything about wrestling. I could show this to my wife right yeah. now. Anybody can see there is no safe way to take this bump. This Not is unsafe. No, I mean, you know, it's it's irresponsible. 
And again, we're it, it's the escalation. Like I said, where do we end? Where do we stop? Yeah, we're we're continuing. Well, the chair could be on fire. <laughs> well, that is true, and I sent a couple videos like that too. Okay, all right. Wait, Jeff, let's let's play this again, but tr- j- just try to slow. I I, 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 I'm, I can't slow more. Okay, I'm just yeah. curious to see how how she takes this. I mean, I can start and stop it. Look, she broke the fall with the back of her head. It's okay. Oh, yeah, my her God, head, bro. It looked like it slammed off the back of the chair. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, I, I was going to say, okay, bro, maybe the chair is worked and it's going to collapse. That chair did not collapse, bro. You know that they did not go through the time, trouble, and effort to find a chair and then gimmick it. They just went, hey, there's a chair. Let's put it in the ring. That was it. Play that it one more time, Jeff. This is this is so and bro, the fact that it's a female, this is just so it, it doesn't matter if it's a female or a male, it's irresponsible. So violent. And and you know, and, and it, it, it's it, it it's quite honestly, and people will take me to task for this, it's no different than, you know, the willingness of being dropped on your head. I mean, it's you're taking just exactly the same amount of risk. Yeah. God, bro, I swear, man, that's 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 dangerous. Yeah, I need I need to take a, a break from that uh, for a second. Al, I got somebody uh, calling in live. Oh, you do. Show. yeah. Can, you, can I catch him through? Al, is it okay? Yeah, go right ahead. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to. Um, that's your show. Take it. Yeah, down. I don't want to catch you off guard or anything like I that. It's okay. I got your permission. When you say, "Are you ready?" I'm always ready. Okay. All right. Hold on. Go ahead. Go ahead. Call or go ahead. I did a lot of things as Ronaldo Piven, a lot of great things, but nothing has ever brought me the attention as like a moment with Paul Heyman and Roman Reigns in the, in a WrestleMania scrum or, or CM Punk staring me down. So when you're, you're in that moment and you got somebody, you know, you're that's super talented or whatever, and you can make a moment like that. The, the, these are your coworkers. <laughs> who was that? Jeremy uh, Ronaldo Piven, the guy who <laughs> just, cut, just cut the promo, bro. This is who, these are your he comrades. A, he had a Roman Reigns. He created a moment. He had a moment. WrestleMania. A moment. WrestleMania moment. WrestleMania moment. At Pro Wrestling Blitz. <laughs> All right, all right, Jeff. What's what's next? Oh, okay, hold yeah. on. Well, Let's before we get, we got, uh, we got. What is he doing here? <laughs> this is. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what do we? What do we got, Jeff? All right, we got four. Go back to the other boxes, because real quick, I don't want to forget this. We got okay. four more Al videos. We're going to get to, but <laughs> I got something that I think is cool for next week. Because for the first time, my love of video games is crossing over with my job, thanks to Al. So, um, yeah. I got a copy of WrestleQuest sent to me by Mega Cat Studios. This Wait, is that the AEW gimmick? No, that's the game that Al's in. Oh, WrestleCrest. Okay. Is, well, Russell is Ronaldo Crest, Piven yeah. managing him? Yeah, no, I don't know. No. I know Conrad's in the game. I saw that. There's a bunch of other legends in, in the game. So I got that this morning. I'm going to get some footage. Wait, wait, wait. Did you hear that, Vince? What's that? Do you hear what he just said? Uh, Conrad's in the game. Conrad's in the game. Yeah. Were you? No, I was not. Oh, <laughs> was, no. He said, and other legends. <laughs> yeah. So Conrad Thompson's now a legend. Well, I listen. I I I I, I like I like Conrad. Con- I, I Conrad's Conrad. made a lot of money for himself, bro. He's done a good job. Yeah, I just you know he's a legend. I hear you. 
It's a, I, I was referring to Al being a legend, but you know, kind of you, standard right. in this industry. So in this industry, he is a legend. But. All right, can we get back to clips, please, before I bring Ronaldo yes, back? But next week, I will have footage of the game to, to discuss with Al. So I think that will be fun. Yeah, and I'm, uh, I was I was hearing today, Jeff. I was on Twitch uh, Twitch at like five thirty in the morning. And our good friend Scott Smith, you know, from Australia was on there. And you know Scott, bro, and you know the guy's a huge gamer. Oh, my God, bro. He was burying that AEW game. Oh, he's really? played it? Yeah, and he's, an, he's a fan. Now, he's an AEW fan, and he was just like, bro, like, it, unbelievable. What the hell? What do we got next, Jeff? Is it finally out? The AEW game's out, yeah. Yeah, the AEW game's out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that would be interesting. Yeah. Go ahead, Jeff. What do you got? All right, so this was sent in by Al, and this looks like a uh, older Ring of Honor clip. It might be. It's kind of- oh my god! Oh my god, bro! Holy shit! My- that, there's no way he didn't break his neck, bro. He landed flat on his up. Uh, Holy shit, my God, bro. A double moonsault, it looked like to me, like a springboard moonsault. Wouldn't you agree, Jeff? Like yeah. He tried to do two rotations, and on the second rotation, he literally landed flat on his back on the concrete floor, missing the guy that was trying to catch him completely. Jeff, hold on. You know I can't <laughs> I can't take seeing shit like this. I got I to gotta regroup. Give me. Hold on a minute. I did a lot of things as Ronaldo Piven, a lot of great things, but nothing has ever brought me the attention as like a moment with Paul Heyman and Roman Reigns oh. in the in a WrestleMania scrum or or CM Punk staring me down. So when you're you're in that moment and you got somebody you know you're that's super talented or whatever, and you can make a moment like that. Okay, I'm better. I'm better now. Don't play that again. Well, how did that dude not break his neck? Because he landed completely flat on his back. He was trying desperately to do two rotations. And on that second one, he just, he clearly didn't make it. I mean, it, and it, 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 again, it, you know, the, again, there's always an inherent risk, okay? The more these guys want to stand out based on only their physical physical ability, not on their their uh, the real idea of working a wrestling match, but on the idea of a momentary ho- holy shit chant. Okay, the more they increase exponentially that inherent risk of a severe life altering or life ending injury, and that's that was you know other than the guy getting the guy doing calisthenics bouncing his bare ass into the other guy's face. That was really the gist of all these videos is that they, you know, that is the trend these days of let's, let's, we focus on what we do. We, that we, they genuinely believe all of the performers today genuinely believe that an audience no longer shows up to be able to suspend their disbelief and to get caught up in the, the actual physical storytelling of a competitive situation. They're not doing that anymore. They're in on the on the deal. They know it. You know, you can't. And they really what they're telling you is I can't convince them. I don't have the skills. I don't have the talent. I don't have the I don't have the ability uh, psychologically to allow that audience to really believe in me and believe Mm -hmm. in my intent. Mm -hmm. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to excuse or justify 
by telling you it's changed, it's different now, you know, that's old school, this is new school, and now it's all about what I do, my athleticism, my, you know, my physical ability, because that's what they want to see. And of course, again, we've gotten into the, you know, well, okay, you've given me a level, I don't know, the best analogy I can give is you've given me steak, now where do we go? You know, now do you give me steak and it's, you know, medium rare? Do you give me Wagyu steak? Do you give me, I mean, where do we end to where we are in the point of no return? And, you know, an audience literally watches one of these young performers suffer a life-ending or life-altering injury right in front of them in in the ring. I'm going to give you the best case scenario. Okay, just hear me out for a second, because guys, you you know, like I'm I'm a I'm a very logical guy. Let, let's look at best case scenario. This dude does this move. Okay, yeah. the people at the show, holy shit, holy shit! I'm running to the merch table. I'm gonna buy his merch. I'm gonna come to the hold on. I'm gonna come to the next show to see this guy. Best case scenario. Yeah. Best, best case, case scenario. scenario. Now, yeah. Jeff, let me. I I, I I'm gonna relate this to. I'm gonna relate this to. When McGuire and Sosa had that year where they broke the home run record, okay? Barry Bonds was sitting by watching this. And Barry Bonds, being in the business, knew, bro, these guys are on steroids, growth hormones. F that, bro. Give me some of that shit. So what did Barry Bonds do? He took steroids, growth hormones, hormones, and he broke their record. So, Al, my point is, say say hypothetically this kid gets over from this, sells merch, he's on top of the card, people are paying money to see him. What's going to happen, Jeff? Joe Schmo on the card is going to say, well, shit, if he got over doing that, I'm going to do that. And then the next guy's going to do that. Then, Then what, Al? So now you've got to raise the bar and come up with something even more dangerous. Yeah, I agree. I mean, we, you know, I had that conversation years ago. I swear to you, I, I honestly, because now looking back on it, it sounds like I'm making up this conversation. Okay. But uh, because it was uncannily accurate, um, Sabu and I were talking at one point, and this was early on when, you know, he was in FMW in Japan. And it was one of his, you know, when he first started moonsaulting the table and it was, there was no one on it. You know what I mean? He just moonsaulted and broke the table. And then, you know, one night we're at an independent show or something and he was doing the same thing. And I said, why are you, why are you doing that? And he, well, he goes, they, you know, people now that's what they want to see. And I go, but if you do it all the time, it will mean nothing. And I said, and then, you know, at some point you're going to have to put somebody on the, I swear to you, because it's going to sound ridiculous when I say this, when I relate this story, I, 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 you know, I said, I'm telling you, at some point, you're going to have to put somebody on the table and then moonsault them through the table. I said, and then what are you going to do after that? Well, now you're going to have to put him on two tables and then you're going to have to, you know, put uh, set the table on fire. And then you're and it's just going to keep going up and up because they, you've, they've already seen one thing, you know, and when he was in ECW, you know, Instead of Paul Heyman allowing it to just be his deal, Paul started letting everyone basically break the tables. And, you know, we watched the exponential growth of 
what used to be a unique and special and like, oh my God, this guy's crazy thing now becomes something that they hoard out and they put somebody on the table. They put somebody on, they put two tables, then they put somebody on two tables. They set a table on fire. Then there was a match, I think, where between Brian Lee and Tommy Dreamer or somebody, I forget who, where they were suspended over a ring full of tables. And, you know, New Jack, you know, where he almost killed uh, Vic Grimes, you know, uh, and threw him off the scaffold through a bunch of tables. I mean, where does it, and it just, that's the natural progression, you know, and like we talked about, you know, there, you know, it being an art and there's a, a place for these things, but there's always the why that matters because the why is the most important thing that elicits an emotional response that drives buying the merch that, you know, drives ticket sales, etc. These people aren't doing it for the why they're doing it for the momentary shock and awe and, and basically doing stunt wrestling. You know, it's, 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 it's that kid went to do that double moonsault to the floor, that double springboard moonsault as a stunt. It wasn't, because even if he didn't hit it, let's say he'd hit it, he'd have struck the guy. The guy would have caught him. Everything would have worked out fine. He'd have thrown the guy back in the ring, and the guy would have gotten back in the ring before him, and then would have eventually took him right back over, and it would have been like it never had happened. Yeah. You know? I, that was like the Jack Evans years ago at the Ring of Honor show in Dayton, Ohio. I, I've, I've told that. You know, he literally backed up into the ropes, came off, did a round off into a backhand spring, out of a backhand spring. I still remember to the day twisted in midair, uh, did a front flip where he cleared the top rope, twisted, landed on the guy perfectly and hurricanrounded him on the floor. Three seconds later, the guy on the floor picked him up, threw him into a ring post, and it was as if it never happened. Yeah. I mean, well, Al, listen, you, you, he, 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 here's the problem. You've got the <laughs> second biggest wrestling company in the United States with zero accountability. Look, look what happened with Bonds, bro. Major League Baseball stepped in. Bro, bro, bro if, if Major League Baseball did not step in and not start drug testing and fining and you're not getting in the Hall of Fame and all this shit, everybody would have been doing it, bro. There's there's no accountability, Al. And, bro, I got to be honest with you. The day Vince McMahon passes, I don't know if there's going to be accountability in the WWE. That, well, and, you know, that comes down to standards, you know, having certain standards. And, and, and let's face it, we talk, we've talked about this in the past. In professional wrestling, there are no standards, you know, there really aren't. And what's scary, okay, because I used this argument when I went and approached, uh, you know, I went on a crusade a couple, you know, several years ago, and I approached a lot of the athletic commissions. I approached the one in Maryland. I approached the one in Missouri. I want, I approached the one down in uh, Louisiana that, you know, and I and went to the board of directors meeting here with the K, you know, Kentucky boxing wrestling commission here that there were no standards and that they should institute them because of the, it, this starts at the very beginning at the, at the heart of training and introducing people to a business. And with the understanding that because they all still view meaning the wrestling commission still view this like, oh, it's boxing or it's karate or it's you mix martial arts. No, it's not. When you go to a professional wrestling training school, you're not learning just how to perform a physical 
combat sport, which honestly, professional wrestling is catch wrestling, which is the precursor to mixed martial arts. You you know you are learning that, but what you're really learning are skills and, uh, and information to allow you to pursue a career, a vocation. You know that's what you're learning. It's no different than if you were attending college to be you know an accountant or uh, a physician or a veterinarian or you know or a, a barber or a hairstylist. You're learning skills to pursue a vocation. And here's the terrifying thing, all right? Because I and I told this to to this to the state, they all were like, because they they were worried that it would cause a drop off on licensing where they would lose money to fund the commission, right? That's all they cared about, quite mm-hmm. honestly. And I get it, I understand. Here's what's going to do, what's going to happen, and tell me if I'm wrong, all right? So far, we the wrestling world, to most of the degree, has been the Wild Wild West for years, decades, okay? Because everybody just, ah, it's wrestling. Mm-hmm. Who cares? You know, it's not real, right? Watch. All it's going to take is one or maybe two of these young performers notably dying in the ring in front of an audience, especially if it happens on an AEW show or a WWE show. Allow that'll never happen. Really? How many times have we pulled up clips here of people taking insane risks, getting really severely hurt, right? And yet, uh, you know, there's one of Andrade, uh, a video that's going around right now of Andrade. Somebody sent it to me on Twitter, where it's again just on a recent AEW show where he and another guy. Are, are outside the ring and on a ladder or something, and one of them goes to powerbomb the other one, and the back of their head hits the ropes as they're going down and then collides into the ring apron as they go to the floor. That that could kill somebody. And if that happens, I promise you, because this is the way it, it's, it works. Tell me I'm wrong. Some senator, some congressman, if it, if it gets enough steam behind it, is going to go, oh, here's... Here's where I can take a stand. Here's where I can get myself over. Yep. And they're going to plant their flag and they're going to pull up a bunch of people to go up and testify in Congress. We're going to hear a bunch, have a bunch of hearings and a bunch of, it's all BS anyways. They're just, and then we're going to get a national athletic commission. Not, a, not all these state level BS ones. We're going to get a national athletic commission that are going to have all these regulations and all these rules. And now, you could just be a professional wrestler in the state of Kentucky for $25. Well, now it's going to cost you 500. Yeah. Now you want to be a professional wrestler. It's going to cost you 500 bucks or it's going to cost you 250. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, yeah. and all of you little state commissions, you got your power and your little fiefdoms and, you know, and let's face, I mean, that's why people like to do those types of jobs. They, you know, they literally get off on the fact that they have some kind of power in their life and, that's why they, you know, they love to, you know, do those because why else would you want to? It's a pain in the ass and you don't really make a whole lot of money, but I get to walk yeah. around and I get to be the cook. I get to be the chef in the kitchen. Yeah. You know, now you don't get that no more because now it's. it's That's a great point now. That's a great point. And mark my words, it will happen. I mean, it's, it's going to take, you know, uh, one of these people to you know, 
literally have a terrible, horrendous accident in the ring. God help us if it's on live television. Yeah. You know, and the, and there are chances that it could, you know. The oh, absolutely. And absolutely. The, the more that this, this mindset of it's all about what I do, Al, it's all about what, you know, my athleticism and because they, they don't buy into any of this other stuff. The more that mindset is pervading the business and the more we keep running the risk up the, up the flagpole, at some point it's inevitable it's going to occur. Yeah. And then watch when, when now you get, you get, you know, the bureaucrats even more heavily involved. Everyone's going to regret it. Yeah, geez, that's a great point. All right, Jeff, there's more. Uh, we're going to save the rest for next week because there's a big story that we do need to discuss. Okay. So, in and the WWE... I've not really discussed that, but I, but honestly, that was... I told the I told the I all of the wrestling commissions that I spoke to, I said, I hope you enjoy your position because I'm telling you, you're, you're, you're taking a risk. Of oh, well, now, not only that, he, 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 his, you know, to add on to what you said, bro, say, God forbid, somebody dies in a ring. Well, somebody, several have already had. Okay, but I'm talking about a big company, you know, AEW. You know, that's going national, bro. That's on every news station. Now somebody has to do something. Well, yeah, of course, because yeah. now, you know. The little a, secret's out of the bag now. Now it's, oh, boy. Yeah, you know, right. Here's, here's one of those, you know, one of those politicians. Here's my chance. Here's my yep, absolutely, bro. Over, you know, here's my cause. I can plant the flag. I'll get, I'm going to get a lot of press out of this. And Absolutely. I'm, I'm doing something to fix America. Yeah. No, you're not. You're yeah. just using it to get yourself over. Yeah. All right, go ahead, Jeff. Yeah. So the WWE quarterly earnings report, recently came out and WWE had a bombshell in there and it said on July 17th. Hold on. Do you know about this, Al? I heard about it. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. All right. Go ahead, Jeff. On July 17, 2023, federal law enforcement agents executed a search warrant and served a federal grand jury subpoena on Mr. McMahon. No charges have been brought in these investigations. So at the report meeting or press conference or, you know, whatever it is, Nick Khan said that they're not going to comment on any legal matter, but they will fully cooperate. And then WWE released two statements later, one from Vince himself. And Vince said in his statement in 2022, WWE formed a special committee to review allegations of misconduct against me. That review was concluded in November 2022 following an extensive investigation. Throughout this experience, I have always denied any intentional wrongdoing and continue to do so. I'm kind con- yeah, but keyword there. <laughs> what was the keyword? Intentional. Right. Yeah. 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 I've always denied any intentional wrongdoing and continue to do so. I am confident that the government's investigation will be resolved without any findings of wrongdoing. I am focused on completing the recovery process for my recent spinal surgery. And on our and closing our transaction with with Endeavor, which will create one of the uh, preeminent global sports and entertainment brands. So TMZ had reported that he is out right now. He had a major spinal yeah. surgery and he's out. And then WWE put out a statement from WWE. We believe this is a continuation of the investigation that commenced last summer, which is interesting there because they said we believe they're not saying they know what it is. 
They yeah. just said, we believe Ow. this is a continuation of the investigation that commenced last summer. WWE has cooperated throughout and fully understands and respects the government's need for a complete process. Al, now, hold on for a second. You you got to tell me, bro, because, Al, you know all of us in the wrestling business. You know the way our minds work. Yeah. But, Al, is this coincidental or not? So yeah. this this comes down. Ah, oh, bro, now he's at home with with spinal surgery. He can't go anymore. Bro, remember the steroid trial when he came out with the neck? <laughs> bro, he's doing the same exact thing, bro. Now he's the victim, bro. I just had spinal surgery. Oh. Yeah, now, you know, Disco brought up a very good point yesterday, which is very, very interesting. Obviously, we don't know what this is about. We got no idea what this is I, about. I, I think what this is about are, of course, <laughs> the original allegations and charges. And just because in the public eye, it's no, it's kind of blown over as far as the news cycle doesn't mean that in real life it's blown over. I think that, that this thing is not is is far from going away. I think that just because they had, you know, the, whatever they the, whatever they did in July, doesn't mean they stopped in August. Doesn't mean that they're going to stop in September. Doesn't mean they're going to stop in October. You know what I mean? I mean, it's not just going to go off by itself. It's it's going to it's going to be. A, they're going to have to weather quite a bit of a storm to get through this. Glenn had a great, great point yesterday, bro. And like I, I, you know, I was like, you know what, bro, that's possible. Listen, man, we all, we all are seeing what's going down with Trump, bro. Who's linked to Trump? Oh, I know. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I mean, I'm, I'm just wondering, bro, could that have anything to do with it? Wouldn't surprise me. I mean, you know, it, it just, it, it. Um, you know, I don't think the initial, the reasoning behind why it started to happen has anything to do with Trump. Yeah. But I think that now that it's out there and, that, you know, of course, you know that when they go after like a particular person of interest, then they're going to go after a lot of their associates, too, because they're, you know, they're wanting to if they're going to go try to tear somebody down, well, they're going to try to tear that person down and their support system as well. And anyone that supported or helped or assisted these, this person of interest, well, they're going to go after them and try to, you know, cut, just pull the, the weed out by the root. Let's be honest here, Al, because here we are. I just talked about the steroid trial, which was right before I started with the company. So I want to say it was 93, 94 ish. So that's what 93, that's 30 years ago. Okay. For as smart as Vince McMahon is, bro, and he's a genius and he's a, he's this, that, and the other thing, bro, I don't care it was 30 years ago. The fact that when he got off, bro, and he he could not announce, from, scream from the top of the mountains loud enough, I beat the U.S. government. I beat the, Bro, how many times did he say that? You think they're going to forget that, bro? Well, and a lot of those people are still in absolutely, power. man. Absolutely, yeah. man. If, if I was him and I would have got off scot free back in '93, I would have just kept my mouth shut. But, but not Vince. And bro, here we are, thirty years later, bro, and they're rampaging through your house looking yeah. for shit. Yeah, I, and and you know, you know, you know, his wife ran twice for state senate in Connecticut. Yeah. Then she was appointed to as uh, small business affairs 
you know, under Trump, uh, you know, it, it'll it'll go away. It's going to cost him a lot of money to make it go away. Yeah, it, it ain't going to be easy, and it ain't going to be simple, and it ain't going to go away anytime soon. I'll tell you yeah. that. You know, a lot of people thought it, they had blown over because nobody's talking about it anymore, and you know the uh, like that documentary they were going to do on Vince got canceled, and you know the story that the New York Times or Washington uh, Washington was going to run. Uh, though you know, those all got pulled. Yeah, it, it, it didn't go any further, and oh well, that's all just kind of went under the wayside. Not for not for some. I would guarantee that's it's going to keep going. It's going yeah, to keep I agree. Going. I agree. You got anything else, real quick, Jeff Rowe? What's your thoughts on Tony Khan responding to something said by Triple H? Now, to be fair, he was asked this. So apparently, in the recent Cody Rhodes documentary, when they're talking about AEW, Triple H referred to it as a secondary promotion in this documentary so Khan was interviewed by the orlando sentinel and asked about triple h's comment so tony said we certainly won't be the secondary promotion at all in we're number one in the uk on tv and with a record gate i have a lot of respect for cody i know those weren't his words to be fair but we're not secondary in a lot of markets for the first time in a long time WWE has been secondary in a lot of markets. I'm proud of where we're at. We're not taking a backseat to anybody. Uh, he's still, unfortunately, you know, WWE is still number one, period. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. WWE is it, number one. They're at the top, the very acme, the zenith, the peak of, of the wrestling business. And as long as that is the case, any and all and other programming is secondary. It's second to mm-hmm. WWE. WWE is, you can't say this enough, WWE is an iconic brand. It's like Kleenex. It's like Q-tips. It's like, it's like Harley Davidson. That, it now epitomizes, that brand name epitomizes professional wrestling. Until there is somebody else who can replace that, everyone is secondary, period. Even when WCW was directly competing with WWE, it was competing, yes, and and they were winning for a long period of time. Did they become primary? Nope. They were still secondary because they had yet to win the race to where they had permanently totally supplanted WWE and became an iconic brand in and of itself. So until AEW does that, it's going to be a secondary promotion. I mean, that's, that's not an insult. That's just a fact, you know, WWE can't, will be in, in it, it for will always be probably the primary promotion in professional wrestling. Jeff, I want to ask you a question. Um, did you, because I, I, I had to answer a text. Did you mention uh, where Tony Khan started talking about markets and stuff? Yeah. Yeah, that, you know, that in some markets. In UK and all that stuff. Yeah, he said UK. we're number one. Uh, we okay. certainly won't be secondary at all in. We're number one in the UK on TV and with a record gate. Right. And, okay. you know, and you can in certain markets pull ahead. WCW pulled ahead. They were... You know, for how many weeks did WCW beat WWF in the ratings? Yep. Didn't make them primary. Didn't make them the primary promotion in, 
in the wrestling business, WWF, it still was, you know, because they were competing with WWF. And not only that, at least, at least Al, when he talks, when, when you talk about it being a secondary promotion, bro, right. Al, come on, man. When you went back and forth to Nitro and, and WW and, and Raw, Nitro and Raw, bro, Nitro did look like a mainstream Bro, you 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 watch Raw and SmackDown and then watch AEW the visual? Yeah. You're not going to tell me that's not a secondary company, bro? Come on, man. Just by, you know, let's face it, just I mean, we talked about and again, this isn't a knock on him. I'm not I don't you know, people go, oh, you you know, hard on. I'm stating the fact. We've talked about the perception of John Moxley and how it is decreased. Um, from, from from going from WWE to AEW and how when he was in WWE and that just because he was in WWE, yes. he was viewed as a star. And now he's just viewed as another wrestler, you know, and because that, you know, it that, that, that perception and because of such a massive and expertly ran platform allows anyone there to be viewed as a star, you know, potentially a star. If they, they, they don't make themselves a star. They, they, they just clearly don't have that ability. You know, it's, it's funny, man, because every time you talk about the WWE, what do you say? And bro, this has not changed Al since before you and I were there when we were there. And today this has not changed and will never change. What do you always say, Al, the machine, yeah, it's a platform. It's look, a platform. It, it, bro. Is a, a AEW isn't a hubcap yeah. compared to the WWE? It is a machine, bro. There is no denying that, bro. Yeah, yeah. it is, and it and it, it it's it is the best, single most you know effective uh, platform to make yourself an attraction. Absolutely, and, you know. There's not there's not another one out there that compares, yeah. you know. Uh, there isn't, and um, and there hasn't been, you know. It, the only one that even came close momentarily was WCW, and again, WCW still, even though it was beating WWF in the ratings, was still the secondary promotion within the wrestling business because you know WWE had been has been so prominent. And primary for so long that it now defines professional wrestling. It it's it is the it iconic brand. Yep. AEW, and you know, and, and that's not a knock on AEW. That was like I tried to explain to people as far as Impact was concerned. When Impact was, you know, the 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 sole little soldier that was trying to you know fight the battle against the big evil WWF or WWE at the time on TV. I'm like they, they, you just can't out WWE WWE because it comes down to this one. Look at the length of time yeah, yeah. that Vince McMahon Jr. Yeah. has been at the helm. Okay, now his father, Vince McMahon Sr. Before that, his grandfather. Yeah. And Toots Mont and, and guys that were part of the Gold Dust Trio back in the 30s and the 40s. And you give all of that experience, all of that time, 
all of those connections, all of those resources, right? All of that, all of that, you know, uh, knowing people, uh, the right people, okay? And not just in wrestling, in government, in, in you know, uh, local, city, state, federal government, in, out in Hollywood with major players out there, television executives, you give them, and they have, he has personal relationships, not just, uh, you know, I, oh, I know this guy, you know, we've talked once. They literally, you know, see each other at a party and, you know, they know each other, Trump, you know, Trump, et cetera. You've got so much as far as resources and, and, and experience and uh, knowledge. There's no way that anyone could ever be anything other than just secondary. And, you know, you've got impact. Now you've got AEW. I don't know how many years they've been in existence, but you let's match up AEW's one of four or five years of existence to literally WWE's existence of five, six, seven decades of, of, of experience, you know, from the thirties on, you know, with the, with the grandfather and now the, the father and now the son, you know, you just can't, there's no way. Now I got a, uh, I got a conspiracy theory. <laughs> Are you ready? I'm ready. I'm going to share my screen. Okay. Because you brought up somebody who I love. Ronaldo. One Pitt. of my idols. Ronaldo Pippen. No, no, that's that's your lover. Okay, I'm going to share my screen now. Not my, I don't have anything to. Now this is who is this? Al? tell everybody who this is. Oh, that is, is that Toots, I think? This is the great Toots Mond. Yeah, that's Toots Mond, yes. I believe, tell me if I'm wrong, Mm -hmm. is Eric Young not the great, 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 illegitimate grandson of Toots Mond? It's Toots Mond Jr., yes. Would it not be the greatest (laughs) angle in the world if if Eric Young got dropped on his head in one of these spots and now he believes he's Toots Mond? Would that not be tremendous? Comes out with a big cigar and a bow tie and... Bro, yeah. is this not freaking Eric Young? Every time I see Toots Mom, I'm like, are you freaking kidding me, bro? That's Eric Young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's literally, Tremendous. he is the illegitimate grand, great, great grandchild of Toots Mom. I, I, I got to, I, I think uh, Eric, uh, uh, he follows, I think, I, I got to, I got to DM him that idea. That he's got to be dropped on his head and come back. Send him the picture and then tag him. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. That's awesome. Yeah, All right, Al. needs a DNA test. <laughs> yeah, that is tremendous. All right, Al. What's going on in your world, man? Oh well, uh, OVW Television is going to be live on Thursday night, uh, seven PM to nine PM Eastern. You can catch it on Fight TV Live as it happens uh, every single week, fifty-two weeks a year. Please kill me. I have completely <laughs> read myself. Uh, you can. Al, how many years have you been doing the OVW every week? I'm just curious. How many years are you on now? Uh, it's. I couldn't tell you. It's been quite a few years. Yeah. I can't. I can't imagine you're still doing that every week, no, I bro. No. I can't. I was doing a little work for you know Yaden on the yeah. side, and I'm like, bro, I can't. I can't do this no more, bro. It's the longest two hours of my life every oh, week. God. I, you know what it is? Quite honestly, it is. I am Kermit. 
the frog and it's the Muppet show. I just, I just <laughs> <laughs> rock the dog goes running past. Uh, Dr. Keith shows up. Sweetums is there. I mean, all of them. I mean, every one of them, they're all just Muppets. Oh my God. Just insane. I don't know what, you know, I was like, you know what? I want to rib myself. I'll buy a wrestling company. It'll exactly. It is a rib. It absolutely it is. is a rib, bro. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm, I, I'm having uh, next week. We have a big television special on August 10th, and uh, we've got a. Uh, I've got a wedding planned. Oh, very so, nice. You know, why not rib myself more? Let's- I've been reading about that. I've been seeing. I've been. I've been seeing that promoted on social media. The wedding. Yeah. Yes. Not yes. big wedding. Big. Yeah. A, a year over a year long story very nice uh, relationship so who knows you know weddings usually don't go very well in wrestling we'll see we'll see how this one goes so um but that's next week uh on august 10th uh live ww or ovw television um if you want more information on ovw go to ovwrestling.com Hey, if you're wanting to learn how to take a young woman and throw her with the back of a head, <laughs> wait, what, what exactly are you gonna are you gonna name that in the curriculum? Is that gonna be is that actually gonna be the name? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> I think I'm gonna call it you know modern dating. Uh, yes, very nice, very yeah, nice. We might call that what to do with your Tinder date if it doesn't work out. Yes, very nice. Uh, you can go to ovwacademy.com where all we worry about is work rate, the rate of your work as far as apron work, uh, rope work, you know, um, you know, setting yourself on fire work. I mean, what, what about ass to the face work? That's an upcoming actual, work, right? <laughs> actual, face. actual facial implant work. Uh, yeah. Very nice. Very you know, nice. and of course we've got the side course of where you can learn to be a proctologist, which we, we're <laughs> <laughs> well, right there. Uh, you know, cause you never know when a prostate's going to be swollen and, uh, need to find out. Uh, the only problem with going and getting a prostate exam is hold on. Let me get my citron bone ready. Go ahead, Al. Is when the doctor's hands are both on your shoulders while he's doing it. All right. Go ahead, Al. Go ahead. That was funny. Why did Jeff? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) doesn't matter. I mean, you know, the human anus can stretch up to eight inches. So, and why is that important? Because a raccoon can fit into an orifice the size of four inches. So that means you could probably stuff two raccoons up your ass. Which is coming. <laughs> and that could be part of the work rate class at OVW Academy. So OVWAcademy.com. Yeah, I promise you, if all these other people are using anal work in the ring, you can now stuff live woodland creatures up yours. <laughs> I don't think anybody's going to outdo you as far as that <laughs> uh, Big, huge, enormous announcement coming again. Got a team <sighs> coming. I, I know. I, I spoke to the 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 people with the PR thing, so it's coming. That okay. Is, all right. As early as next week. So just be prepared. It's okay. Big. It's really big. Uh, uh, if you're wanting to follow me on social media, you can go to the real Al Snow on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, uh, and you can follow me there. If you're interested in my life, cause I'm not, but if you are, you can read my book, self-help, 
uh, Life Lessons from the Bizarre Wrestling Career of Al Snow. That's on Amazon.com. If you're interested in me in comic books, and listen, they're coming out with the uh, third issue of The Ballad of Al Snow and Head, and the, I saw the artwork last night. It's amazing. Awesome, it man. follows, like, actual comic books, if you guys are comic book nerds. And you know Mike McNola. He was the artist and the writer for Hellboy, and he has a really distinct style, and uh, the stories being done in that that style of art, That's like awesome. so it's and it's a horror story, so it's it's really cool, it, it really is. So um, you can go to brokeniconcomics.com and check that out. Uh, if you're wanting um, my stand-up uh, act, it is still on Premier Streaming Network. You can get it either by subscribing or, or buying the pay-per-view. It was a live comedy special, or not live, but it was a comedy special at Zany's in Chicago with my uh, partner, uh, David Vox Mullen. Um, and I think that, that's it. All right, Al, one more thing. Before I let you go, I want you, when you go, I know tonight's a big show. I know you record on Thursdays. When you go back. We do it live. Oh, even live on Thursday. I'm sorry, live. When you go back, I want you to gather all the students around the ring. Okay. Okay. And I want you to tell them uh, it's all about making moments now. Oh, I did a lot of things as Ronaldo Piven. A lot of great things. But nothing has ever brought me the attention as like a moment with Paul Heyman and Roman Reigns in, the, in a WrestleMania scrum. <laughs> Or yeah. or CM Punk staring me down. So when you're you're in that moment and you got somebody you know you're that's super talented or whatever, and, and you can make a moment like that. It's all about making moments. Does that voice sound like a, a dentist drill? You know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Say goodbye, Al. Say goodbye. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. All right. Say goodbye. All right. Goodbye, all right. everybody. The great Al Snow, Jerry Lane. What is going on in your world? Well, check out our Patreon, guys. we got a lot of different content than we have here on Channel Attitude over on Patreon. You get Just Incredible Review in AEW. You get Master Shoot Theater. Vince, Young Rider, Deuce, still having all their adventures weekly on Master Shoot Theater. we got Disco Inferno with Time Out. we got EC3 with 3 Brand. We got Vic Venom, of course. The whole Patreon's built around Vic and Truth with Consequences. Yeah. we got bonus episodes that vince does for certain tiers bonus cast right in the marks i'm probably for better call con, better look, call Ma, con. I'm, I'm, yes. I'm gonna forget some stuff but there's a bunch of different tiers so you can look at each one see see if one of them fits right for you patreon.com slash russo is what you always forget it starts at 75 cents a week guys yes first tier starts at 75 cents a week, week. three dollars yes, three dollars a month bro that's what it starts out and you guys are signing up because they come and master shoot theater is on is on that tier ask the shoot theater bro you could listen to, to vince mcmahon it's it's amazing guys try it bro just try it out i I guarantee you, bro, for $3 a month and the $5 tier, you are not going to get this kind of uh, entertainment, I promise you. That is it, everybody. For me, Jerry and Al, we'll see you. And Toots, we'll see you next week.